0: Love talk radio.
1: Good evening and welcome to Emotionally Empowered Radio Talk About a Tuesday. I'm Ebony and this is D Hello everybody. Hey, hey. So we don't have a producer tonight. Tamisha is not producing. She's visiting. Um, so I'm pretty sure she's listening in spirit. And tonight we are discussing Soul tired. Yes, we are. So this is one of those things that I think we asked about topics. Yes, And the person that gave the topic is joined. All right, amen. So I'm glad she's here. The gangs are here. Um we have been literally just about sitting in silence for the last hour. <laughs> Trying to get the rest of our notes and thoughts together, Um, and so this one is really like this is an emotional topic. This one is really uh, one that's gonna be deep and you know kind of makes us think about some stuff. So soul ties. I was kind of shocked, and I don't, I don't know, maybe. Nobody is shocked, or I don't know if I'm the only person that's shocked. But I was shocked that soul ties, because I grew up hearing it, and it's just one of those things that people say to describe um, what happens when two people join souls. It's not a biblical term. I was
0: surprised. You asked me what? It's not. Oh, I thought you loved that.
1: And so I was kind of shocked to find out that it's not like a biblical thing. Mm -hmm. It's never referred to in the Bible as soul ties. Yeah, never. I just found that out today. But okay. So, yes. But the Bible speaks of it as being knit together, becoming one flesh. Yes. Okay. All right. So, you know, I need to know what your interpretation of soul ties is. So. Um, as I shared with Ebony off air that soul ties is a um, topic that my aunt, I'm sorry, not my aunt, my mom, my bonus mom, she uh, reeled us on. She made us do homework assignments on it when we were younger, younger adults. Uh, all my siblings, my brothers, my sisters, our friends, we had to get deep into this thing. Like we had to do homework assignments about it. And my interpretation um, is going to be a spiritual interpretation because my my mother is a prophetess. Um, so my interpretation will be kind of uh, it. Would it would definitely be a godly, a spiritual interpretation. So someone. Uh, Um, So my interpretation would be a spiritual and physical connection to a person that you engage in a sexual act with. Um, That would be my uh, interpretation of soul ties. And sometimes it can, now I do, you can have a healthy soul tie. Absolutely. I, do, I do even interpret it that way as well. But for the most part, interpreting soul ties for me would be, uh, be an ungodly soul tie um, to a person that you have connected yourself with on a spiritual and a physical level. Okay. And I think for the most part, us, it, you know, in the, in the community of, Um, Spirituality, that's what we all kind of think about when we hear the term um, soul ties. But I found out some really, really interesting things that I would have never really connected with or thought of it as being a soul tie. So I did find out, like you said, you can have a healthy soul tie. If you are married, soul ties draw the couple together like a magnet, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. If you are a fornicator soul ties have that same effect, that magnet effect, but it's, it's it's a negative type of situation. For example, a woman is drawn to her abuser, one that treats her like dirt, one who doesn't love her, but she is totally and utterly infatuated with this man. Yes. She has an issue with letting go of the relationship in spite of um type of things. And then also in another form of a soul tie there is, well, in a demonic world, soul tie serves as a bridge between two people to pass demonic garbage through. So, for example, a soul tie can be used to wage attacks yes, it can. on people. Okay. Like if you find yourself in a situation with somebody who is not godly or maybe somebody who doesn't even practice like a witch, for mm. example. So that person can use a soul tie as a bridge to wage attacks against godly people. Agreed. So there are more than one way. The most common way is sex, how our soul ties formed. Sexual relationship, I think, is at the top of the list. (laughs)
0: That's at
1: the top of the list. Typically, that's just how it
0: happens. We
1: have sex, and we form these type of ungodly soul ties. Or it can be a good one if you're married. So, let's play, let's play, let's do the one do good, one do bad, okay? So, I'll go with the, I'll go with the um, ungodly soul ties for the first part of the show. Amen. Okay? Because I don't want to switch back and forth. Okay. Okay. So oh. uh, so you said sex, okay, so we all know, well, if we don't know, that sex has three parts, absolutely. okay, So we act on the mind, body and the soul. So once we act on the mind, body and the soul and we have that physical connection with another person, another man, another person, we just got to speak on it. that's what it is, right. okay? You have that um, that sexual connection with another person, then your soul in the spiritual realm are are then attached. If you are unmarried, um, fornicating, then those spirits can transfer. And we just talked about transferring the spirits earlier. Um, you can take those different uh, spirits. That if you come out of that relationship, you can take that into another relationship, and it becomes your, the toxic relationship because you take everything from that relationship or those spirits that were transferred from that, that man, because I'm going to speak as, as a woman, <laughs> um, that you take that, that, those things or those uh, demonic spirits, to another relationship, um, it can cause different turmoil in your relationship. It can cause trust issues, anger issues, bitterness, um, insecurity. And insecurity, anxiety, exactly. you name it. Um, and we can go deeper than that. It can even go so deep that it can cause you to be um, somebody different than you once were in sexually. You know, like if you are in a in a in a, if you have that bind that you have created with another man and this man was a pimp or anything and you 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 encounter sex with this a sexual relationship with this man, you become one with this man and the things his the his spirits transfer over to you and you take that into another relationship. You can't do anything in that relationship because your mindset is prostitution. So It it, it, it can go deep, 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 deep. I can talk forever, so we're going to try to do some balance and get, like, a good, bad situation going on so we can have some balance in talking about it. And, guys, if you want to call in, make comments, we'll read your comments immediately because we're going to try to read these comments. Catch them before they move. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, like I mentioned to you guys, we do not um, this particular uh, show have a uh, producer. If you guys want to call in, please mention in the comments if you would like to uh, be on air or not. You know, we can work it out. The number for you to call in is six four six 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 eight two eight six three. Again, that number is six four six 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 eight two eight six three, and it is also in the description of this video. But um, the thing of it is okay. the thing of it is we talk about good soul ties and we talk about bad soul ties. Are there any other example of what could possibly be a good soul tie other than you being in the relationship? Or are you having because friendships can kind of definitely uh create soul ties as well. So either you have a lifelong Friendship in which you and the person are like-minded that can create a beneficial soul tie, or in your marriage. What else? So talk about the marriage. So in a in a in a marriage. Here's the but okay, cause I'm trying really really hard not to play okay. devil's advocate. We can both play. We can I'm talk crying. about. I'm crying. We can both talk about the elephant that's always in a room when it comes to soul ties though. We can both talk about it that way because it honestly is. It's always going to be one. It is. Seriously. And I found that to be interesting because during my research it talked about godly soul ties, it talked about ungodly soul ties. Right. Now, could can you, and this is just my whole thought process and my whole thought pattern, because you said something earlier that kind of sparked something in me. Mm-hmm. You said that um, this woman who was in this relationship with this pimp, mentally she's still um, with this whole mindset of prostitution. hmm and in order for her to get past that, there are certain things that she's going to have to do. And we're going to talk about later how to break soul ties. But what if you are in a committed relationship? If you are in a committed relationship and you and you feel deal with that those issues or what? What are we? What if you are in a committed relationship with your partner, whom you love, and you've considered this to be a, a healthy soul tie? Mm-hmm. And then there are some changes in in your mate in your relationship maybe the two of you maybe one of you maybe you notice that there are some changes sexually
0: okay and
1: that you feel like this person may have is that the first thing you go to maybe this person has no no (laughs) not me so the first thing like mental changes this person is just totally not themselves they have some maybe sexually deviant behavior oh for sure I don't go to that first always that would not be something I will always go to first and the reason I wouldn't is because of the pornography world okay and the addiction that you can have to pornography that will make you that will make a person who's addicted to pornography mindset change anyway sexually okay. so I wouldn't go to that first, but that that would be a thought, absolutely. Um, because I think we have to I think we have to remember uh, that everybody does not know that they carry the soul ties. Everybody isn't aware that these are things so that that husband acting on those things, he may not know that that's something that he's carrying with him. Right. A lot of men honestly don't even know. A lot of men. Right. And it's a lot of women too. So I don't want to, you know, know say, hey, it's just men out here that's that that's like that. But a lot of men don't 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 even recognize the aspect of of soul ties, mm-hmm. of that spirituality of soul ties. And that they may even all. be emitting something that's totally different. You see? From what the wife has become accustomed to. Yeah. But that's, that's what we, that's those things that, no. that's those things that um, I was just speaking on, how you can kick, oh, yeah. It must just be me, because I can't see mine. Maybe I should make my view big like yours. Yeah. I have the last comment was that was a nice, novice word. Oh, wait a minute, maybe. No, so Medina's saying, now let's talk about that old love demon. Mm. Okay, so are, Benita, are you going to call in? Because this was your topic, so you we bitch. definitely need you to call in on that. Okay. Fuck you, bitch. So, uh-huh. um, that. Hmm. Well, I'll talk about that in a second. So, uh, the the man not knowing that he even carries those soul ties. A man, I think a man has to even know what his role is sexually, anyway.
0: Okay.
1: Women, women too. So the fact that a man is somebody who, who uh, we we actually just was, just was listening to it, mm. how a man is is uh sexually he releases something into a woman and you take you take in on an impartation. Mm. So once you take on that impartation, of course those soul ties are going to be connected then. But when a man releases, a man releases his strength. We don't. So I think sometimes we kind I think sometimes men don't don't even know their roles in the spectrum of what sex actually brings. So breaking those soul ties, it will be important for both the man and the woman. Absolutely. For you to uh, move forward. You know, this is a quote that I got earlier, and it was just so powerful to me. It said, ungodly sexual relations create ungodly soul ties. Which are destructive fragments? They're destructive and they fragment the soul. And when I think about fragmentation, it just—it almost makes me think about a chipping away. So you sleep with, yeah, two eight six three. You sleep with this person. This the that person is now a part of you. But so what happens to you if you are a hundred percent, you're whole, and you keep on taking on all of this, all of so what's happening to you? So say So when you start having sex and, and developing these soul ties, because I know it's myself included, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time when I had multiple mm-hmm. partners and engaged in the taking on of multiple soul ties, right? right. Does that affect you mentally, spiritually, Absolutely. So it's like you're almost losing a part of yourself Absolutely. as you gain parts of other people. Absolutely. Okay. Because the the, the deposit that's made, the deposit that's, that's, that's made, that's given to us as women, what we're going to carry, so that deposit that we carry uh, from the different men brings on different insecurities, Ooh. different weaknesses, different, I mean, so many, oh, my gosh, so many different things, so many self-esteem issues because we take on all of those different issues of those men, of like we talked about earlier, the transfer of spirits. We take on all of those different things. So absolutely, it, it's going to affect us. It's not only going to affect us, I, I'll speak on me, having multiple sexual sexual partners growing up, um, my younger years, having before I was married, having those multiple sexual partners, there was a lot of things that a man could not do.
0: <laughs> Cause I, 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 I,
1: there there was a lot of things. Hold on, y'all, because i got to make sure. That. <laughs> because this is... This, It is. I I get it. Trust. There was a lot of things that a man couldn't do for me because I would base what that sexual experience from way back when, I would base it on the next sexual experience. I would say, oh, no, Mm mm-mm. Nope, because I remember how he did that, and nope, that wasn't, no. And in all actuality, that's a soul tie. You shouldn't even carry those things into the next relationship. That is definitely a soul tie. Let me tell you all something. I took some of that into my marriage because in my marriage, there was a certain, there was a, my sex drive is high. So there was a certain level that I needed to get to, but it was because. I was carrying some different soul ties. It was because I didn't even know. It was because I was carrying soul ties with my, not to compare, not, it wasn't a, I was comparing, like, literally comparing my husband to these different people, these different men, but it was just about how I was affected, spiritually how I was affected by it,
0: spiritually
1: how I experienced it. It was, it was all of that. It was some times where I didn't even know that these things were going on. Okay? Times where I didn't even know that of uh, my yeah, my husband pleased me, but something something is missing. And it wasn't that I would think about this person. Right. I it wasn't that. But that's what it was. Right. It was something that I was holding on to from some past relationships. And let me tell you this wasn't like a my, my kids' father or anything like
0: that, I had to go deep, 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 deep. you
1: be <laughs> insane. Listen, because I can really honestly say it, it, it might be some teenage stuff. Oh, thank you look
0: so cute. Hey, girl. Thank you. You know,
1: it could be some stuff, like you said, from a long, long, long time ago. It doesn't necessarily have to be the relationship that was before. You know, it doesn't have to be that relationship. Those spirits definitely um will make themselves known. Kimberly said if there's no deliverance, those spirits will manifest. Absolutely. And but that but I think I think that we don't know that we need deliverance. I think a lot of people don't know. I, Let me tell you my own my own personal experience. Okay. I'm gonna be really, really honest. Before I was married I do think that let me get let's get to some of them because I don't see You don't see them? No. I think I'm a Okay. You say what you're gonna say, I'll try to I'm gonna stay on the side. I mean on the side. Go ahead. I think and we have a lot of people that are saying soul ties will definitely manifest. This is absolutely true. For example, I know for me, um, even in my marriage, you don't sometimes you don't even know unless you are totally in tune with yourself and in tune with the spirit, you don't know somebody okay, she's on the line. Thank you for letting us know, Vanita. I'm gonna pull you right over. It could be a feeling of anxiety, it could be a feeling of dread, you know sometimes we have these mental inconsistencies. Yeah. And you never would even know or put two and two together that this could possibly be a soul tie that is just totally um, interrupting your life. Let me pull her over here. So I keep taking that call. We're going to read some comments in a second. Soul ties will manifest, Brittany said. Um, so I want you guys to keep this in mind. I want you, because at the end of the show, I want you guys to try to answer this, see if you guys can answer this yourself. So. To know if you're connected to a person or to know if you're you're dealing with a soul tie, you have to know, you have to understand that if this person brings some type of destruction to your life, if you're feeling any type of way, so how do you know that you need to bring a soul tie with someone? Huh. Child, I got a couple of reasons why I <laughs> know. <Okay. laughs> All right. We have Vanita, is it? Yes, all right. Benita. Benita? Hi, how are you? Yes, ma'am. I am awesome. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Okay. We're
0: ready for you. Oh, okay. I am awesome. I am awesome. (laughs) Great, great, great. Hi, Duana, boo. Hey, <laughs> this is okay, so, okay, so this is get- what I wanted to say, all right, so as far as the soul ties is concerned, what you should understand is, in the biblical sense, because I did give my little worldly view, but in the biblical sense, when you have when you have intercourse with someone, you are married. So, therefore, in that world, we're going to go biblically. Every person that you engage with, you are married to. So you are married to that person. And God loves our covenants. Marriage is supposed to be a covenant. So when you're out here having sex with different people, you're actually giving them a piece of your soul. And you're marrying them. And you're taking in what they give you as far as STDs, spiritually transmitted demons. We're not talking about an STD in the world. We're talking about a spiritual STD. That's where the lust comes in. That's where incubus comes in. That's where succubus comes in. And as you did say, you take on their traits. You're wondering why you're feeling depressed. You're wondering why you're having thoughts of suicide because the person that you laid with is depressed and they're having thoughts of suicide and they're not whole in the Christ. And especially if you are, saved, and you want to be whole in Christ, and you go out, and you be with someone who's not saved, you're taking on their characteristics. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want to go to church on Sunday. You want to go be with your boyfriend. You're not listening to what your mama say no more. You're not listening to what your friends say no more. You're wearing different clothes. Because you're taking on his characteristics, and you're doing what he likes for you to do. So then he... He's becoming your God. You're idolizing him. You put no God before Mm -hmm. God. He doesn't like that. He's a jealous God.
1: And idolization creates soul ties as well.
0: Exactly. So in the same instance for the man, you know, he's putting his woman on a pedestal. She's becoming his God. Yes,
1: ma'am. You hit you you said it all. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we can end the show. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay? <laughs> yes. Yep. Absolutely. I totally agree one hundred percent with everything you said.
0: And yes, you can get deliverance. And you're supposed to get deliverance. You're supposed to cry out Oh, okay. All right, ladies. I'm sorry, boo. You know I'm a co host now, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love her. So, <laughs> hold on, hold on, Vanita. Let me tell them. So, Vanita, yesterday, Vanita was called on stage to be Sarah Jakes Roberts' co-host yesterday. So she she on fire right now. You just she ran with that whole co-host. Okay. So she was blessed. She was blessed and blessed with that opportunity. So I, I'm glad you did call in um, today. I I'm, I'm I was so happy to see you up there. You did amazing. Is she here? Vanita? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. All right. So we thank you for calling in. And if you thank have you, another lady. comment, if you have another comment, call back. I love you guys. Back, okay. I love your show. I will definitely.
0: We love you, too. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. And we got another call. All right. Bye-bye. We do. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, caller, you're on the air. Oh, sorry. Listen, I really wasn't trying to call in. I was just trying to find a way to listen, and I kept getting uh, Oh, Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> that's, oh, I'm so sorry. Usually I have love a producer, you. but I don't tonight. So I can I love you back. We love you, too. I'm going to put you back to listen, okay? Okay. Sorry. Demisha, if you're still listening, that's what happens when we don't have a producer. She's not listening anymore. So, um... <laughs> So it. we're going to read some of the comments so that we can um, try to make sure everybody's voice is heard, okay? Uh, let's go back up. we got to go so far up. Hey, Monty. Um, so we're going to go to Crystal's comment. Crystal said, okay, my computer froze. I need to look at mine like that. Hey, Charmy. Crystal said, this is your oh, subject, Crystal? Okay, so you're going to call in. We, we, want you to, we want everybody to call in. Preach. If my computer stopped freezing, I'm going to read the rest of the comments. Can you see them? I'm trying. I'm trying really, really hard. All right, so Crystal said, yes, it does. You're taking on a part of them. Then she also said, taking on their baggage. We have Vivian that said, Preach. Then we have Crystal again that said, not just straight sex, also gay sex, too. Hm. Uh, yes, and that's why I changed it up earlier and just said it, who who you sleeping with, who who you having sexual encounters with. Right. Because you're absolutely right. It's not just straight sex. Yeah. It is gay sex as well. Is that what you're supposed to call it? Gay sex? I guess maybe the proper term will be homosexual. We do proper terminology because I don't want to offend anyone. Next time, so we're not gonna say that anymore. Oh, yeah. Um. So, what, I don't. What well, we, is the right? We, <laughs> homosexual. <look up. laughs> I think. <laughs> so we not. We not offended. I don't want to offend. Not at, at all. It's, I, I, I think people know that is totally not intentional. Laughing at us. Sorry. Crystal said, "Oh." Yes. <laughs> Crystal said, "Oh yes, me too. It's like comparing." car man to a taxi driver, no comparison. And I think she posted that when you were talking about past experiences. Oh, seriously. It I mean really. Kim said if there's no deliverance, those spirits will manifest. Brittany, I think I read we read these two comments already. So Brittany said soul ties will manifest, but okay. So Kim also said that's true. They don't know their their they deliverance. Other people will see and ask what's going on with you. True, like some people really don't know that they need deliverance from that spirit, uh, from that, from those soulsides. Right. So, what the question? So, since other people are on now, I'm gonna ask that question again. We got four more comments. Okay, go back to comments. Vanita um, said yes, there is deliverance, and you need it. Uh, that right, Charmaine? Yeah, uh, Charmaine. I just call her Charmaine. Um, Hey, hey, hey Charm. Okay, so Vanita said homosexual. It's homosexual. Homosexual acts. Oh, wait, act. No, we gotta say homosexual acts. We can't say homosexual sex. Sex. Like we get to, they say, say sex. I I can see why we'll be referring. Okay, to that. so I'll say homosexual acts. I can. I don't understand. want to. it. Somebody look it up, so we don't offend anybody. Um, how about open, How about open sexual encounters? That's a little too formal. What? Stop what? laughing. What? Okay, let's, let's, let's not even talk about this anymore. Let's move on. Homosexual acts. We're going to roll with that. Let's roll with homosexual acts. This is just by the whole. Oh. Where we stop? start. Nice. Okay. It's okay, but we're trying. We're not really seriously. Seriously. Okay, so the question that I wanted you guys to ask yourselves, so that you can answer at the end of the show. Okay? Today. So how do you know if you have a soul tie with someone? To know if you're connected to a person in a destructive way, monitor how you feel around that person, okay? So if you're constantly feeling sadness, hopelessness, confinement, depression, then you're in bondage with that person. Mm. So I want to make sure that everybody knows how if you to know if you're connected Spiritually or in a soul tie bondage with someone? And make sure you just answer that question. You don't have to answer it to us, but that's just to help anybody. Um, because even when I wrote the question down, I had to actually think about it to, to make sure that I wasn't still spiritually or soul tie connected with someone else. Um, and I think I actually am. I, I definitely know that I have a, well, I had a couple of friendships that were not so healthy. See, and yeah. and you say a friendship because it's not just a not just a sexual encounter. A sexual encounter. Um, you can have those types of relationships with family members. Those types of relationships with people is is if you get around that person in the whole. Like I'm, I'm just having a good day, and then my whole mood is altered. Now, now spiritually speaking, yes, it is just from a sex. Standpoint. So let me tell you let's, Okay, so, alright, listen So spiritually speaking Okay I gotta try to get my mind wrapped around This breakfast sound. So Vanita said when she called in Spiritually speaking, you have sex And you become married mm-hmm. Marriage Is also Vows binding The soul, correct? Mm-hmm So why is it that, I think one, this is just my own personal opinion, I think one of the ways is sexual relations, and that's one of the most common ways. But close relationships, if you made a vow to somebody, Mm -hmm. your tongue is so very, very powerful. If I say to some person who I've I've been in the relationship with, and obviously probably had sex with, I'm never going to love any other man, that's a vow. That's binding. I agree. That can create a soul tie, right? But you also you also have sex, which you is the number,
0: the number one thing. thing.
1: I can dig it, but I do think that you can have non sexual soul ties. Spiritually speaking. Spiritually speaking. I want y'all comment. Yes, what
0: do you what do y'all
1: think about that? Destructive relationships that don't have to be bound by sex. No, but you got we gotta say you talking spiritually though. Because spiritually it is going because in a marriage, spiritually, if you if you are connected in a soul type because in in the Bible it doesn't speak soul type as we discussed, but it speaks you become one. Absolutely. So in a marriage, to consummate a marriage, marriage has to have sex. And in the sexual that's when the union comes, that's when the oneness comes, that's when we are one. So when we are one, then we are connected. Via sex. Is what you're saying. We are connected sexually, absolutely. Okay. But I do understand what you're saying. And I do want to hear from other people because I do under I do really understand what she's saying as far as the uh the vow that you make. The the bond that you create when you vow to someone that this is what it is. So you gotta look it up. I I do I have a little um, something mm-hmm. that I know I came across earlier that was speaking of a soul tie between two people in the Bible, mm-hmm. and they were men. But it was you know it wasn't anything like it was. Oh, so you're saying a friendship? It was. So it dated. is. Yes, I think and I honestly I yes. So I so that's why I said I get what you're saying. So I guess because you went spiritual on me, she went Bible on me. So <laughs> now <laughs> because you was like spiritually speaking. So adamant. So, so okay, so I'm quiet. So God leaves so fast. Let me just read this really, really quick. Now Sexual relations, godly soul ties are formed when a couple are married. Ephesians 5.31, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and be joined into his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And the godly soul tie between a husband and wife, God intended him to have is unbreakable by man. However, when a person has ungodly sexual relations with this other person, that's that, blah, blah, blah. It was something else that I read, too. Okay, close relationships. King David and Jonathan had a good soul tie as a result of a good friendship, 1 Samuel 18 and 1, and it came to pass when he made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul, but bad soul ties can form from bad relationships as well. For example, idolizing somebody can cause a bad soul tie. So that's just what my own interpretation was because there was a soul tie that was created Spiritually, between two men is of a close relationship in the past. Okay. So I stand corrected. I understand what she I, I get it now. I, I, would, I would agree then. Yes. So we have. A but comment. I think most oftentimes. I'm sorry. That's I'm not cool. trying to touch no, you off. sexual. No, no, it's no, no, sexual no. Most oftentimes. So Shanita said, How about spirit wives and spirit husbands? I know people who have soul ties. I. I'm dealing with a situation with a person who has family members who have positioned him as their husband, not in the sexual aspect, more in the provider, protector, and others. So hold on. Let me read it one more time. How about the spirit so I think I get what she's saying. So you're saying that they didn't, it wasn't, a, it's not a sexual thing, but that's taken my husband on this because person. he take care of me. Exactly. So they are taking on this person because this person provides for them, this person protects them, and does other other things as a husband would do for that person. So I would say that that is definitely a soul tie. I think Because so. I think at the end of the day, when that person, when that woman decides that she is going to get into another relationship with someone else, those things that he does, I think she's gonna take that over to her to her current relationship. So I definitely think um, oh that just she said and these people are siblings. Okay. Absolutely. So now we're gonna go even deeper into that. So yes, yeah, so that is unhealthy. is unhealthy. That will that's gonna cause problems because She's going to always respect her sibling, her brother. It's her brother more than she respects her husband. She'll call on her brother first. She'll call on her brother first when she's in a financial situation, or they're in a financial situation in her relationship. She'll call on her brother when she needs something fixed. She'll call. So that is very unhealthy. That's, this sibling is obviously probably not married. That's deep. Can't be. That's deep, Shanita. Can't be. I mean, that's that's definitely something that's going to be binding when she moves into a relationship or a marriage later on because you can't, you can't, and you know what, and I'm not... That makes me want to just really, for real, do some more research because that's, for real, that's deep. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know if everybody online even understand how deep what she's saying is because this is a person... It's, she's not even. This not. This isn't even a person that this, that she's in a relationship with. She. This is a, a, a sibling that she has taken on as her the, provider. Her, her, provider protector. her protector. What? What? A, what a mate should be. My brother, husband. No, let's not say that. I don't like that. do not what I don't want to say you <laughs> Girl, that's my brother husband. Shania so um, said, "Yep, this is what has happened." Yeah, Benita said she'll compare all men to him in an unhealthy way. That is exactly what's gonna happen. So, praise for her, Shanita, because she is not a brother. I know. Listen, we not say. She said, "Don't say no brother no, husband." I'm sorry, that's well, we not gonna do. That. <laughs> <laughs> not a brother husband. I know no, a couple. She did, Listen, I'm, that is so destructive. You know You know a couple of what? I know. Oh, my gee, God. Okay. So. You know a couple, brother husband? No. Sister Wild. I know a couple who has a similar type of situation like this. She has a she has I to need to something. give a little bit of clarification. She has a So something. with this particular couple, the young lady was raised and has this Ooh, look what Kim said by her father. And what? She was raised by her dad. Mhm. He was such a good provider. Such a good protector. So much so that sometimes she doesn't allow for her significant other uh, to do first. To she do always first. goes to the father. Absolutely. Before okay. So I honestly I do know a few women like yes. that. And it is unhealthy and it does cause chaos. It causes a lot of chaos and discord in their relationship. Yes. Because that man doesn't feel respected. Mm mm at all. And or needed or like he's exactly, a good provider. And when when they don't feel needed, respected and just as as a protector, you you're taking too much of their manhood. What else do they have left? Right. So, Kim said, regarding uh, Shanita's comment, Kim said that's very deep. She will even become jealous of his relationship. hmm First off. And that is the... That's, that's crazy. Listen. But no. that happens. Absolutely. Because you have this... You don't even, at this point, it's not even overprotective little pusser. It's just an unhealthy relationship little pusser. And now you mad at everybody who he come into contact with. You don't respect his wife. it. And you are very destructive in your actions. Mhm. Mm. And that's when, honestly, if we're going to, you know, we just going to keep it what it is. Because this wife, this wife, that, that sibling has to get these kids. And that's just the truth. Because at this point, you're causing too much chaos in my household, and I'm not going to have it. And I don't allow people to come from my siblings, that sibling, because that, that, that's a lot. Um, Dominique said, she said, hi, right, you see the comment? I've Come seen on. it and even heard someone say, no, that's Brittany. No, go to Dominique. Oh, Dominique said, I used to do that with my father and watch my parents' marriage and how my father provided and felt like if a man couldn't do it like my father, then it couldn't be done. So with that, with that statement, let me ask a question. Women, do we choose our fathers anyway? If you have a father in your life, do you choose your father anyway? And and, and I know a man chooses a a wife, his wife, but are your qualities, let's use that, are your qualities based off how you've seen your father provide or treat treat your your mother or anything like that? I think a lot of times women, just like Dame just said, Women have this expectation of Mm -hmm. if this person is not going to be able to do it like my father, then I'm not, it's just not going to happen. Um, Do I think that women look for those same type of traits of what their father had? Mm -hmm. Like, as Shanita said, subconsciously, I did. Um, I think that we all do, whether your dad was good or bad, though. I agree. And that's that's totally that's agree. the messed up part. Whether dad was a good provider or a bad provider, I think that we sometimes have connections with those types of uh, attributes. I totally agree with that. That's because that's where I was on get at Yeah. Because like, me, me and my husband actually was just having a conversation earlier, and there there was a question asked, and it was, "What do you see in your husband that you don't see in any other man?" And it was kind of like I was able to answer it, but I still had to kind of throw some of my dad in there. Like, wait, I'm like, wait, can I, can I, ask, can I throw, that? you know, because my dad is, this is what I see in my dad. My dad is a provider. My dad is a protector. My, da- so my dad took care of his children very well. Okay, very well, and I just leave that there. you just so tired you got to shut it down got to shut it down <laughs> Everything isn't your business to share <laughs> so, I think, Brittany, I paid her comment because I wanted to go back to it She said, I've seen it and even heard someone say that she doesn't need a man And that she doesn't have to worry about anything because she has a brother And she knows as long as he's living She doesn't have to worry about anything because he is going to have it Yep. So it it becomes unhealthy because you don't allow I need mean, said, You don't a allow your mate. I'm sorry. And I agree with that, but that's who you said okay to. It it's hey, you can say I need a man and I need him to be doing this, A, B, and C. You allow that though. You chose that relationship and yes a man chooses a woman. We we, we yes, we understand that. But you said okay to this relationship so you have to allow that man to be the man that you accepted, and I think that that's where we fall off at the acceptance part of a man. We we don't women we don't we don't like the acceptance part. Me me included. Like it's hard to accept who he is because we want to paint this picture of who we created in our mind for him for him to be. Him to be. Absolutely. I think we kind of getting off saltires a little bit, but. So Brady also says she also doesn't my thing is behind. Her. She also doesn't like women that he's in a relationship with because she considers herself equal to his mate. And that's ludicrous. Like,
0: what do you mean? You
1: you are equal <laughs> to the mate. No. That's ludicrous and I honestly I don't Little know if they're gonna get her uh self hurt. I don't know if I commend the wife or am I just I'm sad for her. I don't know. That's that's definitely, that's deep. I'm sad. I'm sad for her. I'm sad. Because the type of turmoil that she has to be going through, do they fight? Because I just couldn't see this being, this this just isn't healthy at all. You have to know, and this is so off topic, but you have to know where your marriage stands and opposed to, Every other person in your family. Period. I think it's the group that we belong to, where they said, "Do you choose your immediate family, the family from which you came, or the family that you created?" I think both of our answers was the same. The one I created. Wait, I don't think I understood. did you. Oh God, it was. I don't. It was no, one, I one think of the groups. Yes. Didn't yes. didn't so I definitely think you have to be able to choose the one. You created, and you have to know where your marriage stands, as opposed to everybody else. So I agree with that. I do agree with that. But I, I just I just want to just go on record by saying I just thank God that my family on both sides, if my husband's exactly. family and my family, that they all get along together. As one, we celebrate holidays as one. A lot, most of the time, you know, they get together at our house. Everybody gets along. There's no disrespect because I personally think that it would be a problem for me to stay in a relationship with anyone that wasn't accepting my family. It would be a problem for me. So, would I? Do I choose my family or the family I created? For me, it would be that has, those lines have to be dotted. Those, those, that I had to be dotted before I even came to this because my family is so important to me. And I'm not saying that I put my family above my husband. I don't. But it never comes to that. I thank God that it never, ever has to come to that. My entire family respects that that's my husband. My entire family respects when I say I got to run it past him first. They respect that. His family respect that. We just don't have those issues. Because if we did, that would be an issue for me because my family is so important to me. Listen, you are blessed. <laughs> because right now, I feel like your life is a whole fairy tale. Hell, yeah, sorry. Okay? It's not, though. I'm telling you, there is so much. I can't even speak. But there is possible discord when it comes to families and the merging of them Mm -hmm. and blended families. Oh, gosh. Different situations that could possibly occur. There are so many variables when it comes to marriage. And I'm going to just leave it at that. So you are definitely blessed. Just know. And i and i and i I know that we're both blessed we have like, absolutely my husband and my brothers, my siblings get along my my husband and my sister Dominique, had a rough start, but it was in our dating stages um it was just some things that we was going my sister took my side, you know what I'm saying right so at the beginning, it was some it was some rough patches with him and her, but for the most part. No, it was, it was a rough patch between me and his mom, his his bonus mom who passed away. It was some rough patches there, but before she passed away, we was able to, you know, restore that relationship. It was a few months before she passed away. So, honestly, we just didn't have those issues because, again, like I said, I think that would be an issue for me. Tremendous I am so I can big tell. on family. I'm I'm serious, like I'll be like the peacemaker, like, hey, no. No, 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 I need y'all to get along. Now, again, that's not to say that I would not um that I would choose them over my husband. I am definitely gonna choose right over wrong, but it it can't no, I can't even do it. Like my brain can't you cannot need to just choosing that. No, I'm going to step back. So let's try to get back into the solid size topics. You got these comments? You want to read them? Um, so Crystal said, different pieces to build what what I need. I hate that we didn't answer. Go to the comment when she said it. Um, Kim said, I believe because the father is the first man we as girls come in contact with, that's the man we look for. And I think you're right. Um, Absolutely. I, I definitely think you're right. And somebody else said something about fathers as well. Sierra, Sierra said I think you choose men similar to whatever men figures or role models that were in, that were in your life or even absent. Yes. So that's what you said. No matter what. No you matter mean. what. And then, Dominique, what you what part? Are you talking about? Okay, no, can't even go back because I don't know. If you, if you want to type it again, tell me what was her, what you're speaking on, right? Mm-hmm. Even the bad part. Oh, she's saying, she's replying to Kim. Yeah. Jane said, I'm here just welcome. Um, that's okay, babe. You can watch later, okay? You can listen later. Um, Brittany says she defin- definitely has a messed up outlook. Oh, I yeah. totally agree. Like, her outlook is totally messed up. But oh, she's not the only woman out here that's like that, and that's the jacked up part. Um, because let's go back let's try to switch it back to the soul ties part of that. What can she take to her relationship? Like what how can her relationship grow? If her if everything that she considers to be a man, she's going to go off of what who her brother is or who you know, and then
0: she's an computer about um uh, yeah
1: definitely who her her brother is and then not only that i think we already spoke about the fact that him being the only provider how do you think that your husband or the person that you come into contact with in a relationship with is going to feel about the fact that you feel like i don't even need you as women we need to be able to be vulnerable and i don't even think that she's going to be able to have any vulnerabilities if she feels like, I don't need you (laughs) for anything. So definitely, she just has a totally messed up outlook. I hope that she's able to be um, delivered from that. That's that's a mess. So are there any men online besides my husband who just woke up? Are there any men online that want to comment on soul ties? Because we do need some... some, um, perspective from some men that what do you think of soul ties? Like, what, what's your perception of, of soul ties? Do you even think that soul ties exist? Do you think you can just sleep with a woman and that's just that? Um, I'm just curious. Like, call up your husband. Let's, honey, James, answer that question. I, I I need to hear from you. What, What is a soul tie to you? Do you think soul ties exist do you think that a soul tie can bring different type of, uh, for, for speaking to you, I'll say different energy into another relationship or even into a friendship or anything? So we need some men. So ask your husbands, your boyfriends, whoever's around you right now, just get some some uh, perspective from some men because we, we, we do need to hear from you guys as well. We are trying to make sure that this show is balanced, <laughs> and it's always all women online, maybe a few here and there. My husband is a faithful listener. Ebony's husband is a faithful listener, so well, we need some some more. Um, but women, I'll share with you, uh, if you have not, if you have not, Benita, I know you have, because you, I know you have, but, but, I mean, guys, if you have not, No More Sheets by Juanita Bynum. I know when you type it up in YouTube, it's going to look old. It's going to be like, why does she have us watching something that's Hmm. so back in the day? The sermon is still relevant. But I promise you, it's a powerful Hmm. sermon. It will set you free as far as your mindset, what you think, what you need to do as far as breaking soul ties. I promise you, watch it. When I was about 25, 26. My mother made, my mother made me and my siblings, literally, we had to go into this spiritual warfare on soul ties. She made us walk no more sheep over and 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 over for weeks, maybe even months. We had to do homework assignments. We had to do so many things because whatever she seen in the spirit realm, she made us she made it known that we had to break soul ties that were in our life. Now, we didn't all abide by the um sexual encounter of what you know, of a soul ties. We didn't all abide by that because I had another baby right after that. So we didn't all abide by that. But um <laughs> I did I had another baby out of wedlock way a lot after that. So we did but it is an amazing sermon you have to watch it. Can you type that in there? Are you a um, no more sheep? No more sheets. By, I need to buy them if you have not. So it's a guy on there. What's his name, Monty? Monty, yes, Monty. Where if, you at? If there is. If you have time, please watch it. Um, one of the things that Juanita Bynum talks about in in that in that sermon is how men are projectors, they release, and women are receptors, they get an impartation. And every time a man sleeps with a woman that's their that's not their wife, they lose strength. And every time a man sleeps with a woman, we get a deposit. Once you have sex with a man, that spirit man steps into your body and you become one. So, of course, we've already been talking about it, but it's such a powerful, powerful, powerful sound that I promise you, you guys will not be disappointed. You probably will be crying uh, for a month straight. I just cry, 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 cry because I realized how the soul ties that I had were affecting were affecting me very badly. I'm talking about so I'll share some person, some 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 personal things from my own um, few soul ties that I had back then. I had noticed after watching that after my mother had taught us on soul ties. It was like God had just started. It was it, God was just bringing everything up. You know, he was just like, okay, let me take this out of you, let me take this out of you. And I had noticed that I started looking for men to just, I was—I started looking for men to just please me sexually. At this point in my life that I was in, I was probably in my early 20s, I had just, been in, involved with a man just for sexual pleasure, okay? That was one part of my life. Then another part of my life, and that came from somebody that I, that somebody back in my, some men back in my in high school. So it was just that. Then it was another part of folks that I knew that I had to break some soul ties from um, where I would get into a relationship for my own self-esteem. For, it, was, it was what I needed to feel good about myself. It wasn't necessarily that I liked the guy, but I had issues. I had issues with the way I looked. <clears throat> I had issues with um, the way I presented my, myself, my body. I mean, so many different things, and I'm healed from it now, but there were so many insecurities that I had in me. That I went to search for different things to make me feel good about myself, and it was different soul ties that I had, just connected to me. Different, oh my gosh! And the transfer of spirits that we talked about. Oh my goodness, I was just thinking about that when you were when you were talking. Trust me, that love demon. Who said that? Who said something about feeding? They love, that love demon was so deep on me, Vanita. Vanita. When I say that lust demon was so, 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 so deep, honey, it was
0: bad, okay?
1: It was bad to the point where I would be, I would have sex with another guy and think about another guy. I would see a, a, a man walking down the street and think about how he going to please me. It was really, really bad because, like she said, when you feed that lust demon, yeah, I mean... It, I was, it was bad. The only thing I've never had any, like, addiction to, like an addiction, is porn. But other than that, my, 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 my fix was a dude. Just a, he had to be nice and stuff. He had to be nice. He had to be. (laughs)
0: At this
1: point, does it matter? It did not. it, It did, but it didn't, okay? But... Um, if 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 we gonna speak the correct term, I was a whore. For seriously, this it was no it was no joke. It was real life, like go to church, play up with a dude, okay. and go to church next Sunday, and it was what it was. Yeah. And I didn't have a problem with it. I was just like, I'm doing me. This is what makes me feel good, and this is what it is. I've been there. I I think um, definitely. And while we're speaking about the transfer of spirits, I had to realize that this was a spiritual thing that I had picked up. Um, I was in a relationship for a very long time with a man who was married. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that he was married initially. Now, I did eventually find out that he was married. By this point, I was so far gone that I really didn't care. Um, But even in we were together for this long span of time, after I wasn't with him, I'm not about to play, because I've seen a couple of things that she's (laughs) posted, and I'm tired. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm tired. (laughs) So, yes, even after we broke up or if we broke up during the interim in our relationship, I was always approached by men that were married.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so that's also almost like a soul tie or a transfer of spirits or whatever it is that you want to call it, Mm -hmm. because I feel like that was something that was just on me, without me even, and it didn't go away until I had to be delivered from that. There was Uh no man that would approach me that was not married. And I couldn't really understand why. I understand why now, but that's crazy. Okay, so what Monty said, that sermon is for women. Men will get very little out of it. So men, I don't. That's why I tried to. I tried to say I wanted the women to watch it before I
0: had kind of
1: called you, called the men online, and was like, "Come on, men! I need y'all to chime in." So you wasn't online yet, and then I was like, "Hey guys, watch the No More Sheets. So you're absolutely right. So it's not for you, but I don't think I, I disagree with you saying that you'll get a little out of it. I think if you have an open mind, you'll get a whole lot of it. Both ties is really good. I'm gonna have to watch that because I like um, Pastor Ray. So Monty said, "Is it a demon or is it you? What exactly are you referring to, Monty? The fact that these married men were approaching me—that was a spirit." It definitely was a spirit. It wasn't. It wasn't you. I think it was. Um, I know it was. It was a spirit. Here here's how here's how you know that it was a spirit because when you you didn't know that this man was married. No. Okay. When you found out that this man was married, you continued in the relationship, but that's because that demonic spirit. The transfer you know had already taken place. Strong, that's a. Do you know how strong that demonic spirit is? That. What what just had happened is not only lust, but love, huh. okay? Now, I'm not agreeing with any a woman staying with a married man, but I get why you how you fell into that place and stayed. Right. But, but the attraction to other married men came because of that transfer of spirit, because of that demonic spirit, no doubt about it. Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, we got some, some women are just hoes. I I, I I I I'm not gonna doubt that. I agree 100 <laughs> percent with that. That's some women are, and some women like to be. We actually just, but <laughs> Um, I agree, and some women like like to be uh, with other married. You got a message up there. Some married women. Some women like to be with married men. That's just what they they are into. Um, <laughs> My, Sierra. Oh, I thought that was mine. That's what they're into. Oh, uh, Monte was about to make me act out on here. Crystal said we have to recognize that love demon. We confuse that with our egos at times. It's two different things. I agree. <laughs> Lisa said I truly understand that love demon showed his face while I was in that moment once. Delivered Thank you, Jesus, because that love demon ain't no joke. Some women are just. I want to catch this. We blame it on anything and any anyone but us. He's saying that some women are just hoes and they just blame it on different stuff. You know what, Monty, I can be real honest and say I was a whore at that time, but I really didn't know that man was married. Um, Sierra said, I never thought it would, it would be actual love and an adulterous affair. But if it's an unknowing adulterous affair,
0: I loved him. So,
1: I, because I did, because I'm a cancer and I just remember, you know, it was a, a situation. Now, is it, it no, doesn't, it doesn't you know, know. It, of course it doesn't spark anything now, and it's something that is just totally over with and done, but at the end of the day, I felt how I felt, and I did love them. I don't think it was lust. Um Pierre, so, do you think that if you are in an adulterous relationship, you think that you can't love that person? I really I want to know. So Kim said my husband and infidelity created that spirit of adultery because I had a relationship with a man and and did not know he was married. See, I I think that that's definitely it's a spirit it's, transfer. It's a spirit transfer. I definitely agree. And but I also agree, Shanita Shanita called it. It's the home wrecking spirit. That some women like to have that home. They like that. They they. But it's a home wrecking spirit, so it's not always something that you do. You know that you're. You know that this is what you're. I'm, I'm, I'm just loved. No, this is stuff that you need to be delivered from. Now I'm not disagreeing with you, Moxy, saying that we don't. We don't like to accept accountability. Absolutely. So I'm not disagreeing not right. with that because, like I said, there was just things in me that I love to do. And I, I, I've been—I knew about demonic warfare, demonology. I guess you can say I—that's I, how, that's how I grew up. So I knew about different spirits and everything. I can break a spirit down to you. So that's not the issue. I knew what the spirit was, but it's also some of you as well. Absolutely. So I think that that's
0: what he Because said. yes,
1: you was just doing what you wanted to do. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Just like my um decision to stay after i found out so shanita said and they Mm are perfectly and they are perfectly fine with that fear they are Mm -hmm. they are because some people do and like mossy was saying some people know you know what you are you know what you're dealing with um so they are perfectly fine with that fear when that lust demon is on you he, you can your your pastor can walk up to you and tell you that you're dealing with that issue, or that we can even go there and talk even deeper into it. That people don't like to that we tiptoe around pastors or leadership in the church that deal with that lust demon themselves. Mm-hmm. You can all day know that you deal with that demon, but you like it. You like what should what um Benita say? You like to feed that that lust spirit. Yeah. So I definitely um. See it both ways. Yes. And then Kim also said, I'm delivered to God be the glory. He deliverance. And that's what I think we just, we definitely need to, um, I just think we need to be more mindful of soul ties, breaking those soul ties. So let's talk about, because this is, what? Nah, I'm not, yeah. So let, me, so let me catch these comments real quick. Um, Dominique said it's a demon. And it takes a minute to let go. Um, I was with a married man too, wishing he would leave his wife too. When you do let go, you have strong trust issues afterwards and that's why from there on, I try to find men like my father. After you then had kids out of wedlock, failed relationships, dishonest mate, it'll make you change and we bring that baggage to our next relationship. That tie needs to be broken, I agree. Joanna said, uh, even though you still choose to stay and do breaking away is more than a notion, it's called a stronghold. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Crystal said, so it's polygamy okay. What? Go back and read Benita's comment and... I can't. They are moving so fast. Sierra said, I don't know if you read Sierra. Smoke and mirror. Smoke and mirror lies and infatuation is always fun when there's no responsibility. Agreed. Um, it's not that you like it as much as you have become accustomed to it. Hmm. But either said, but that's a worldly view, and because we are in the kingdom, we are taught to recognize, identify, confess, and then confront, and you get deliverance. So all of that is is true. Um, everybody, I guess, everybody that's online may not be kingdom though. So we are taught that in, in in kingdom, we are taught to recognize, identify, um, and confess and confront it and then get deliverance. Repent, sorry, confess, repent, and confront it and then get deliverance. So we are taught that. Um, however, I do think that some people that aren't believers, they're, they have different perspectives on... That that version of what we as believers um, would say you need, uh, or the way that we look at it. You got somebody else. Well, Joe said a stronghold is not something you can break with just sheer willpower. That is absolutely true. And like I said, that's what I that's what I was speaking on. I don't know if you were on the line, Joe. When I was speaking on the love demon that I had, it was not. It was that stronghold was on my head. Okay. It was on my head, and honestly, it for real took some real, real, real deliverance, and I'm talking about casting out deliverance. I don't know about this pity little stuff that some of these pastors do. I'm talking about some real casting out, because that love demon, that love demon can tear your marriage. That love demon can tear your relationships, of your work relationships. of that love demon will have, will kick your butt. Right. Okay. We'll have you with two black eyes, and like she said, it's a strong. Once that's it's, once that's a strong call, that ain't something you can just be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go to the. I'm altar. done. I'm gonna go to the altar. <laughs> I'm gonna pray, and no. I'm gonna pray at night. And you know that this because now I notice that these are some issues. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this prayer real quick, and it's gonna be done. No, nope, that ain't how it works. So I, if if those are some things that you can identify with for yourself. And I would strongly suggest that you guys look up strongholds. Like, the the list will go on and on and on. It will blow your mind, you know. We just want to throw one out there, pride, you know, haughtiness. You you throw it out there. The list will blow your mind of what a stronghold is and how those different things can, or what's the stronghold? for pride, leviathan, is that a child? I'm almost certain. certain. So those different, that stronghold will kick your butt if you're not equipped right. Listen, I am not. These comments are taking my breath away. First of um, all, (laughs) Monty, talking about kingdom, um, Crystal, and she already asked about polygamy and I skipped it. Um, (laughs) I skipped it (laughs) Kingdom And she said then Polygamy is good They have multiple wives in the Bible I'm just asking Because we need extra income in our home My husband can have have her Just run me to check See what I'm talking about No, y'all come back She has to go to work She said even when you pray um, and choose to break away, the grip becomes tighter before it loosens. That is absolutely true. And there was a comment that I missed before where she said you have to, it's not a, deliverance is not a one-time thing. You have to deny your flesh daily. Yes. I and totally did, agree. That has to be something that's a part of your daily life that you deny. Okay, so pornography. It, did you put on our comment? I did not. No. So pornography, <laughs> if pornography is something that you struggle with, okay, that pervert that's a perversion theory, okay? So stronghold. If that is something that you know that you struggle with, pornography masturbation is not something that you can just say I'm gonna stop I'm doing gonna more. stop doing and stop doing it one day, pick it up the next week, not do it. Because those, that because that is a stronghold, that is something, like Joe said, that is something that you have to live out on a daily that you're going to commit to breaking off of you. And it's not going to just come with, you know what, we're going to stop there because I don't want to go off into something di- different as far as that. But she was absolutely right when she said it has to be a part of your daily life. Absolutely. I'm denying your flesh I'm denying your flesh But I want to get back to So the question The question that you asked earlier Did everybody hear the question That we asked earlier Okay I definitely have a couple of Ways that you can tell That you have An unhealthy soul tie Go ahead so a couple of things that I found is when you are intimate with someone um, that you think that, well, let's not even say that you think you love. Let's just say you're in a marriage mm-hmm. and you are being intimate with your husband or wife and you see another person, mm-hmm. um, you obsess over the other person after leaving the relationship and this relationship has been over for quite some time and you're still obsessing over that person
0: okay
1: that's a full time in an abusive relationship but you feel so attached to that person and you refuse to cut the connection regardless of what it looks like regardless of what it feels like and um you just refuse to let go hmm. so those are definitely a couple of ways that you can be sure <laughs> Sure. That, that is an unhealthy sure. soul tie. Definitely, definitely. The positive effect of a soul tie. Can I read this? You're coming? You don't have to. I just posted it to them. And they didn't hear the question, so we're going to read it again. You can read it if you want to, but I just posted it to them. Because we kind of we skipped over positive. Well, we talked about how it brings brief. people. It was brief. Oh, no, no. You talked to about
0: it The positive
1: effect of a soul tie. In a godly marriage, God links the two together, and the Bible tells us that they become one flesh. As a result of them becoming one flesh, it binds them together, and they will cleave to one another in a unique way. The purpose of this cleaving is to build a very healthy, strong, and close relationship between a man and a woman. Very, very good. Very well put. I am going to read the question again that we asked at the beginning, Um, How to know that you have A soul tie with someone Mm -hmm. To know you're connected To a person in a destructive way Monitor how you feel Around that person If Uh you're constantly feeling sadness Hopelessness, confinement, depression Then you're in a bondage with that person So You didn't have to honestly You didn't have to answer it here But Monty wants you to define soul ties Monty shouldn't have been late to the party No, we want to make sure that the men get stuff. Well, you can read Use your definition because mine is kind of spiritual. Read so it. That's fine. Time. Okay. So for Monty, for Monty um, the, the definition that I have is a spiritual connection between two people who have been physically intimate with each other or have had an intense emotional or spiritual relationship. mm. So I can actually post it if you want me to, if I've got it. Wait, who else got a comment? Oh, Crystal. Crystal, you going know, to read it? Abusive relationship is an assault tie dead weight. The abuser needs to be shot. <laughs> what she said. Or we can also go with the other one that I have. A assault ties is like a linkage in the soul realm. Between two people, it links their souls together Which can bring forth both beneficial results Or negative results So I'm a post that <laughs> That's a little easier to um, so You know they husband and wife I do, you
0: told
1: me. Oh Thank you, told me Yep, last Oh um, Ooh. Crystal and Monty nice. I'm <laughs> telling you so, um, what are? Did you already go over some uh, soul breaking soul ties? Ways to break soul ties? Well, for the most part, and I think that we talked about what what I came up with is sin causes it repent. If you made a vow to somebody, mm-hmm. break it, Agreed. and then repent. <laughs> when you say you made a vow, so you mean not necessarily in a marriage, but let's just okay. say. no, no. So you're saying. Whatever you made that vow of, you just, we're, now we're talking about renouncing that. Absolutely. From, from, from the atmosphere. Absolutely. Okay. We renounce that vow that we made um, and break it and repent in Jesus' name. And I think that is not just a one-time thing. It's a continuous work. So another uh, way to break a soul tie that I have for, because I have some steps down here. So breaking the soul tie, the first one she said was to repent. That is my number one. My number two is forgiving the person of any wrongdoing. Um, Definitely. I did see that. Yep, So forgiving the person of any wrongdoing. Uh, and then she also just said renouncing the covenant that you made with the person. So we both kind of research the same things, which is always a good thing to be on one accord. Um, get rid of any gift exchange. Okay? Now, that's hard for people because let's, Unless it was, now I did have, I did. <laughs> <read>. <laughs> no, not that I'm saying keep the stuff. No, I'm no, not. No. I'm laughing because I'll be thinking, like, well, do I want to get rid of it? I definitely, I, I don't even know why I didn't know that. But I did see somewhere earlier where it said get rid of the gifts if it was like a negative type of situation. Um,. So if it was, uh, when you say negative, like if it was some kind of abuse going if on, if it, it was an ungodly type of assault, tie, you want to get rid of the stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So you're saying not if we're talking about the marriage, because we, of course you wouldn't get rid of that. Marriage.
0: Okay, so I
1: can say for me, we have some comments, so if you want to catch yes. I can see them right there with my little blind self. But for me, I can say that I know very well that you have to get rid of some gifts, gifts, some gifts that was given to you. Definitely. Um, and at the beginning of my relationship with my husband, there were some things that I still kept that he had no idea about. Um, I probably would have never even told them that it was little, it was little bitty items,
0: but they trinkets, they were
1: mine, okay, and they meant something to me. But they, but after realizing that these were things that I was holding on that meant something to me because of who the person was, and not so much as I still want to be with that person, but if I could, if I came past that one thing, if I opened my jewelry box or if I opened my closet and. You know, this person had bought this or whatever. I would look at it and I would think of the person. It would bring, it would bring issues. Yeah. i not even issues that I think that's gonna transpire into something bigger, but there Just the it thought. would bring too many thoughts. Okay. Just so the thought. There were things that I had to honestly get rid of. So I know that for sure you got to get rid of that stuff. And I know people don't like to get rid of, like, engagement rings and things like that because you want to hold on to those things because you find it valuable. If you have ended a relationship with someone that you are going to marry, get rid of the engagement ring. Give it back. I promise you. You have to. It, it, it's a part of your process. And nobody likes the process, but it's it's a part of the process. Okay, I gave mine back. Yeah, because it was a. I was need. it hard? No. Yes. Some some women it's hard for though. No. Okay, but I'm glad you did. And then we also. I have the ten Dominique's comments. Okay, go ahead. We're here. Um. But so I want to. Okay, wait a minute. Um, she didn't do a monkey wrench. I'm sorry. Who did? Dominique. Dominique. So she said, "What if it's pictures of your ex-wife? We have to get rid of them too." Yes, we do. What you mean, pictures? That w- listen, y'all need to stop with these comments because this is killing my life. Ooh, Ooh, and hey. that was a big one that went by. But one of the things that I really wanted to focus on is she said, Do you feel finding someone else breaks the soul tie? Absolutely not. What, what did it say? Because I'm trying to go back to these other Do kinds. you feel finding someone else breaks the soul tie? No. No. Finding someone else creates more chaos in your life. Because Fine. you haven't ridden yourself of those other people that you have been in bed with. Who asked that question? Dominique. Dominique, watch No More Sheets by Juanita Bynum. Okay, I promise you, watch it. Okay, fire. Um, Vivian said, and I call her V. She said, What if you What if you have forgave? <laughs> wait, what if you have forgave and that's not working, honey? Pray <clears throat> daily. So you so, so forgiveness kidding. is just one thing. So you're saying you forgave the person, correct? So because, and I, and I had to be taught this, it was a growing process for me to forgiveness is a, a choice. So you have to set your mind to say, I am going to forgive him, her, that I'm going to forgive that person in this relationship, and I am going to move forward. It's a choice. Hmm. It's a hard. It's not an easy choice. Don't 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 look at me and be like, oh, it's easy. No, because we all know it ain't easy. I worked out. What? What? Okay, okay. I'm sorry. So Mr. Hardy was late. He wants to know what's the question because I had texted him at the time that you said text your husband. Mm-hmm. Why are you texting the question? And well, I want to know. This is what we're asking. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Pamela. You want so, to read these comments real quick? Um, yes. Let me just tell him what the question was. Do we feel like men?
0: Did we go for two?
1: Oh. <laughs> we gonna have to stay live. Let us stop this. We can say Facebook Live. So anybody that's online listening, it's about to shut down. It's got cut off. Okay. Sometimes we just have Missy. Good conversation. Oh, it's Missy. Go on Facebook Live. Get off of that. Go on Facebook Live um, because this is getting ready to shut down right now, okay, in 60 seconds, so let's just end that. Love Love you. So we're going to end this blog talk situation. Thank you guys for tuning in to Emotionally Empowered Radio. And so while that's ending, the question